And that text that does call for our attention on this Lord's Day is that reading from Luke 22 where we hear Jesus instituting or beginning the Lord's Supper. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Three of the most significant words that we will hear this week are those which Jesus cried out from the cross. It is finished. In fact, those words are so significant that only the three words we will save to shout on Easter morning can even be thought of being of similar significance. During Holy Week, there's a whole lot of talk of completion. And those three words of Jesus proclaiming that everything is finished summarize all of that talk both loudly and clearly. And there's no doubt that Jesus' words, they are true. Indeed, Jesus' work on the cross truly finishes everything in regards to your salvation and mine. God there on the cross reconciled man and woman to him. And yet, those words did not serve as sort of a cue to close the curtain on human history. The story was not completely over when Jesus spoke those words, or even when he died. In terms of what needed to be done to save us, it was finished there. But in terms of seeing the effect of what happened there, being fully manifested in plain sight of everyone, well, that was not quite done yet. And you and I live in this reality every day. We know in our hearts through faith that everything is done. And yet we see with our eyes a world that is out of whack, that is out of proper relationship to God, that is broken. And when we examine our own lives according to God's ways, well, we see that same brokenness in our lives. Yes, it is finished at the cross, but we confess that we await a day when we will see what that exactly means with our very own eyes. On that first Monday, Thursday night, Jesus said to his disciples, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover meal with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And there it is again. More talk about completion. Another three words thrown into the mix. It is fulfilled. You see, Jesus is there eating the final Passover meal that he will eat before his crucifixion. And he tells the disciples that he's looked forward to eating that very specific meal with them for quite some time. And yet, that was not the only meal that he wanted to talk about with his disciples that night. No, he wanted also to talk about a future meal. He said that when the kingdom was fulfilled, well, he would sit down with his people and eat another meal. Yes, he would eat it when the kingdom of God had been fulfilled. We gather here this week to talk about the finishing of all things, but yet we don't do it in a way that ignores the fact 
that we understand that Christ's kingdom has not yet been brought to perfect fulfillment yet. Even tonight, as we gather to celebrate that institution of the Lord's Supper by Jesus on that first Monday, Thursday, we do so knowing that there is another meal that is coming, which will even surpass this one that we will eat tonight. Listen to how Isaiah the prophet describes this meal that will come on the last day. He says, On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all people a feast of rich food, of well-aged wine, food full of marrow, of aged wine well-refined, He will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all the faces and the reproach of his people he will take away from the earth. Yes, there will be another meal with Jesus, and it will be spectacular. On that last day, Jesus will eat with us, even as he swallows up death. In victory. God's people have always had feast to remind them that this final feast was coming. In fact, in the Old Testament, there were seven major feasts to remind God's people of this truth. For those of us that live in the New Testament times, Christ has left us this one meal, this feast, which is meant week by week to remind us that there is another feast coming. Paul says, in fact, that every time we come and eat this meal, we are proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. So even as we eat this meal, we're at the same time confessing that everything indeed was finished when Jesus died on the cross. And at the same time, we're confessing that we still await the kingdom's fulfillment and the feast that will be served when that happens. Oh, this meal, it's awesome. But it is not the final meal. The church has often called it a foretaste of the feast to come. It is the meal before the meal. In this meal, your sins are forgiven. In that meal that is to come, sin won't even be mentioned because it won't even be around any longer. In this meal, Jesus comes to you in his body and blood, hidden though, in the wine and in the bread. But in that meal, nothing will be hidden. Jesus will be there visibly and bodily present with you, just like you and I are present with one another tonight. In this meal, you get to gather with the people of God and with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven for just a moment or two. In that meal, the fellowship that you share with God's people and with the heavenly hosts, well, it will go on forever. And that is why we still pray, living many years now after that first Holy Week, the same words that Jesus taught his disciples. We continue to pray, Thy kingdom come. For we know that while the kingdom was established at the cross and that the kingdom comes to us in this meal, we know that finally the kingdom will be brought to fulfillment on the last day. You see, on the last day, we'll no longer pray, Thy kingdom come anymore, for it will have come in all of its fullness. It will be fulfilled when Jesus sits down to eat another meal with us. 
and our desire to eat at that meal, well, it should only strengthen our desire to eat this one. For the Lord's Supper, it is and has always been understood by the church to be the very best thing we have until the last day. Well, it's true that God is everywhere. He is nowhere so powerfully present for you than he is in this meal. Indeed, nowhere else can it be said that Jesus is present in his body and blood for the salvation of sinners. Nowhere else in this world do you and I get to eat with Jesus and live because of it. So yes, it is finished. Jesus' suffering and death does that thing that humanity could not do. It reconciles God and mankind. It restores the relationship between them by removing the sin that caused strife in the first place. But all things are not yet fulfilled. You know that. There's still troubles and pain and death aplenty in this world. But there is coming a day when all of those things will be gone. When Christ has promised that he will swallow up death and all of its cruel companions. And on that day, Jesus will again eat a meal of salvation with you and with me. And on that day, it will be said of the kingdom, it is fulfilled. But until that day, run to this meal. Run to this meal because it is where God has told you to run. Run to this meal before the meal. For all those things that still vex you in this world, will they meet their match in the Jesus that is present in this meal in his body and blood for you. All of your sins which weigh you down, they are forgiven in this meal. The guilt that your sins bring upon you, they are removed in this meal. You gather with all of the people who believe and trust in the salvation that God has worked in this meal. And in this meal, you get to proclaim the Lord's death until that final meal is finally served. Run to this meal throughout your life, because Jesus is there. The same Jesus that finished all things on Good Friday. The same Jesus that will bring his kingdom to fulfillment on the last day. Jesus is there for you in this meal before the meal. Eat this meal knowing that you also will be gathered with Jesus and with all of his people for the last meal as well. It is finished. That's what we'll hear tomorrow night. It is fulfilled. That's what we'll hear on the last day. Tonight we hear, take and eat. Take and drink. May we take each of those words to heart. As we eat tonight this meal before the meal. Amen.